traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. All right, here we go in three, two, one. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Sports Medicine Broadcast. This is our final interview at the Memorial Hermann Sports Medicine Update. We're talking about eye injuries in sports. So that's what this one is. It's sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash eye injuries in sports. Joined with Dr. Samji. Uh, did your presentation today. So I didn't get to catch the presentation. So I'm, I'm going to need kind of the, the overview. Um, the, I very, cut the very end where you said, I think you said 90% of eye injuries in sports can be prevented if they just wear eye protection. So talk to me just a little bit about that. And then I'm going to have another question for you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty crazy, right? 90% of injuries in, in sports that are eye-related can be prevented with eye protection. So we have different things that they can, they can wear um, and the different standards for different sports. You know, if you have like a racquetball sport, there's one standard of eye protection. And then if you have um, like basketball and stuff, it's a different standard. Uh, the premise here is that any sort of blunt trauma is going to be absorbed by these special frames or, and lenses. The lenses have to be polycarbonate, which is ballistic-rated stuff usually. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think wearing eyewear that's just like fashion eyewear and regular eyewear, that can sometimes cause more injuries. So we don't want to mistake regular eyewear as protective just because it's on our, you know, on the bridge of our nose. Uh, it has to be a certain type, has to be a certain strength, and the lenses have to be polycarbonate. Okay, so talk to me a little bit more about that. How do regular glasses possibly cause more damage? Because at a lower-income school where I work, we're doing good if the kids have glasses, much less glasses for performance yeah so think about a regular frame okay gets hit by a ball it snaps rebounds back into the eye and causes an abrasion okay that's one or let's just say that that child is wearing a lens that's not polycarbonate which really at this stage pretty much is mandated everyone has to wear polycarbonate lenses um, but that lens shatters or cracks now you have something sharp that's in that area causing more injury right uh, so we don't we don't want to deal with that. Yep. Gotcha. <clears throat> All right. So the uh, the biggest thing that we as athletic trainers can do to prevent injuries would be to make sure that they're wearing proper eyewear, right? Prevent injuries for the eye. Um, I think that that's an easy one. I don't think it ends there. I think making sure that the athlete has really good vision, not just eyesight. So good depth perception can judge where things are, can make decisions to avoid things. Um, I think those things make a big difference um but yeah eyewear is an easy one and i want to go back to something you said which was low income schools and you're just happy if they have some sort of correction you know impact resistant eyewear shouldn't be expensive and it doesn't have to be expensive so there are always options and the standards are there um i you know i don't know if i can talk about some of the the brands that are out there I, sure. I, i'm not affiliated with anyone um but there's um there's an organization called the International Sports Vision Association, and I'm actually an advisory board member on there, and I, I welcome anyone and everyone to join that organization. It's phenomenal. Um, but they have a program there that talks about eye safety awareness, and I think Shaq has kind of, his, his line of eyewear has partnered with, with us and with them. And 
you know, I say us as an organization only because I'm on the board, but, um, you know, it's, it's affordable stuff. And then you have companies like Wiley X who do ballistic rated stuff and they're very well known uh, with like hunting and shooting. But they also carry stuff and we carry some of their stuff. Um, they have impact resistant stuff for sports and soccer especially and, and some of the larger ball sports. Uh, I think Liberty Sports was also doing something. Um, there's a brand called Rexpex, if I'm not mistaken. I have to check that one out. But the point is that there are options. You just need to look for that certification and say this is impact resistant, impact rated. Um, it, it, eye protection should trump fashion. It doesn't right. have to look like it's you know a million bucks. It just has to make sure that it does its job. Right. So on on the similar note, so all athletic trainers have had a athlete come to them. Hey, do you have some tape for my glasses? They came apart, you know, in the middle of a basketball game or something like that. So at that point, what do we do? We just give them tape and let them fix them. Do you say, Hey, you get it set out. What do you think? Oh, that's a tough one. Right. Um, because the, the science side of me is like, well, yes, it could affect them and it could cause an injury if they get hit in the face. Right. The practical side of me says, well, if they can't see, they're probably going to get hurt more if that ball's coming at them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe their glasses, if let's just say that they get hit with a ball and the glasses actually help them in that instance, absorbed some shock, maybe they had a polycarbonate lens, maybe their frame took the impact and it, yeah, it broke, but it didn't, you know, didn't dig in. So I would probably say repair, go on, talk to the parents, write a note, say, hey, this is dangerous, you need to know most injuries affect this age group end up in the ER, stuff can happen, you know. That's where I think we have a responsibility, right? So it's that follow-up after that where we go, hey, parents, you got to know about this. Gotcha. And then you said there was a certification to check the for the glasses to make sure they're sports safe? Yes, they are. Um, and I don't know the exact, like, certification codes that exist, uh, but what we can easily do here is I'm just going to go to, um, while we're chatting here, I'm going to go to our website, or the sports, uh, the International Sports Vision Association, because they have it broken down there. But right now, there's there are two main certifications, um, two main standards. One is for racket sports, and one is for the other sports. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So then you can again, like you said, International Sports Vision Association. Yep. Um, Google that. I know in his presentation, which will be posted on my Facebook, he mentioned Instagram. Which, while he's searching that, I'll, I'll give that. That's A L I R E Z A S O M J I. So that's his first and last name. So Dr. Sumji's A L I R E Z A and then S O M J I. So you can find him on Instagram there. And then, you know, I'm sure he's, he's got postings about the International Sports Vision Association. You can check out that way. Did you find him yet? Yeah. So actually, if you go to sportsvision.pro, that's the International Sports Vision Association um, website. And there's a section there called Protect, Prevent, Play. Uh, you should read that because it talks about the injuries and it talks about some of the, um, the eyewear that's available. Um, and this is an organization I honestly encourage all athletic trainers to join. And it's an open organization. We don't just have um, optometrists. We have therapists. We have... Um, athletic trainers, we have students, we have, I mean, everyone. It's the most fun organization I'm part of because it's all about visual performance and then safety is a part of that as well and safety eyewear. Good. I know you did talk about visual performance and training division. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? 
yeah, that's my favorite part of what I do, um, from everything that I do. So we really are interested in making athletes better. And if we think about it, everything that an athlete works on, they work on their nutrition, they work on their um, physical well-being. But the one part that is not really taken into consideration is how is my vision performing? Uh, often we just think, okay, well, I can see, so I must be able to perform well. But no, not really, because when you think about visual performance, you think about how fast does the system work? How quickly can I anticipate things and make a decision on them? Uh, more importantly, how do I interact with my vision that's not in the center of my eyesight? So on the periphery, can I make decisions on the periphery while I'm doing a task in the center? These are all things that are trained in the brain because vision's made in the brain. So we do all sorts of drills, um, ball drills, depending on what sport we're working with. Um, the foundation of all of this comes down to vision therapy, where we're enhancing the binocular system in, in, in an athlete to function at a higher level. So with the learning of a new language, it's easiest if they start as a baby. Is the age a deterrent or a determining factor on how much you can train the visual acuity? Oh, great question. So the system, you know, when I say system, I'm talking about the visual system. It's still, it's still learning, right, when we're young. And there's like a sensitive period and a critical period and the brain's still malleable and it's, it's doing all these things. I definitely wouldn't say that we should be doing sports vision training on really young kids um, because we want them to develop, right? And they're learning how to see still at that stage. But if you have any child that you suspect has an eye turn or anything that's abnormal, that's the right time to help them. Even though you might be thinking of it from a sports point of view, we're helping them learn better, read better. That's the foundation. And then we can work on the skills. So I would say, you know, I would not personally work with um, anyone younger than eight. And then even at eight, I'm teaching different skills, not necessarily high level sports vision training skills, but general skills that are the foundation that they will use in, in their sports and build on. Um, around middle school to high school, is where we start to have a lot of fun because you see really big jumps in performance. And then the more advanced they become, the smaller the gains. And that's where the differences sometimes are in the, in the elite levels. I gotcha. So do you know of any examples, um, I guess, headliners that, that use these skills? You know, like everybody think, hey, Tom Brady, he can see the whole field, that kind of thing. You got any, any name brands like that? Yes. Um, so Matt Ryan. Uh, I think Falcons quarterback mm -hmm. um, at the Super Bowl halftime was using some sports vision training stuff. He was using software called NeuroTracker, which we have. Um, if you follow the English Premier League in soccer, we have Alexander Arnold. There was a whole documentary with Red Bull. Um, and it was actually very interesting because if you watch that, it's really cool. And he's talking about all sports vision stuff that he's doing. And my kids are sitting there saying, hey, Papa, you have like most of that stuff that you've brought home and we've done, right? And so the awareness is not there, which is unfortunate. Um, Steph Curry at one stage was doing stuff with Nike, which then changed into a different company um, on the sports vision side. So I think this is used across the world. We're not just looking at American sports. It's used in World Cups and Champions Leagues and soccer. It's used, um, the Australians use it a lot in, in their sports. It's very well done there in their sports science program. Um, here in the U.S., we have all you know a lot of basketball, NBA association teams using sports vision training. Uh, NFL teams are also doing it. So it's not so much one name, but you're seeing organizations using all of these tools to get an advantage with their athletes. Gotcha. And yeah. you know, you did say it was global. And again, I mentioned you know lower income kids might not be able to afford glasses. Um, are there 
uh, affordable, easy ways for kids who, who can't go outside of the school to get extra resources. Are there things that I can do? I mean, you know, one resource would always be YouTube. So is yeah. there some reliable free version? So you're asking if there's a free version that everyone can access. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it depends because in kids, I think it would be more valuable for them to have a full eye examination before we even start to think about improving their visual performance. Um, there are programs that are available through the American Optometric Association and some counties have programs where they give vouchers for examinations. That should be the first step, you know, honestly, because that's where we're going to find deviations in eye muscles and things like strabismus, or lazy eyes and eye turns. Um, or reduce vision in one eye, which we can then correct. And I think that always having the best acuity in each eye, not always, but usually, gives the eyes the best chance to work together. And our, and our system is, is primed to see uh, depth, so binocular vision. So we want to make sure every child is on their way to doing that. Um, vision therapy is not usually like a covered service. So it would be tough for me to answer that and tell you that, oh, there's definitely a program that does that. But I don't know many optometrists out there who are not doing a lot of stuff for free because we really want to help people, right? And vision is one of those things where no child should really be in a position where they don't have the opportunity to have good vision. So, you know, there, there are organizations that will fund some of this um, I don't know any off the top of my head because they're, they're constantly changing their services, but like there's Optometry Giving Sight, there's Lions Club. Uh, again, the counties, are, are they have programs for examinations. Yep. <laughs> Very good. So anything that an athletic trainer might want to need to know about uh, the vision, protecting the eyes, or the visual training that we might not have covered here? Um, no, I think, we, I think we did a pretty good job. You know, the... The basis here is, one, if you have a young athlete, um, you want to first make sure that they've had an examination, not a screening, okay? Uh, two, you want to just make sure that you're doing your due diligence and you're finding someone that specializes a little bit more with athletes because we understand how the visual system works. And sometimes, you know, I had an athlete come in last week who had a slight prescription and was given a pair of glasses, but the complaint was they couldn't see the ball, couldn't track the ball. So they were given glasses, which is not the wrong thing because now they might be able to see more clearly. But as a sports optometrist, I know that that's not the right thing because I never want to get that get that 10-year-old athlete primed um, to then rely on these, these glasses. And it turned out that the issue was actually something else. So we're going to do vision therapy, and then we're going to start the sports vision side of it. So I think just getting an examination... Um, with someone that you know that you trust that can do sports optometry is a big a big one. If you don't have access to that, find someone, um, again, that you have a working relationship with, an examination to make sure refractive error is good. Uh, have conversations with parents. If you have to have conversations with your optometrist that you have a connection with and say, hey, you know, I have this team. Can you sponsor something? Because sometimes we do that, right? If you ask me to give something away, that's going to help a child that really needs it, that can't afford it, I'm 100% happy to, to, to work some magic to do that. Um, I'm probably not willing to sponsor a team with protective eyewear if it's just kind of one of those things that, hey, can we get a freebie? Because what I found is that in those situations, it's never used. Mm -hmm. And so the goal here should be protection. You know, uh, Get a working relationship with an optometrist and then um, talk about these things. And then when you come across situations where you know that an athlete's at high risk for whatever reason for an injury, 
you need to have that conversation with the parents too. I think that's really important. One of the things that I think you just mentioned here, and I think I saw it in there, one that caught the tail end is, is she said, make sure it's a full eye examination, not a, not a screening. So not just, oh, hey, can you see the eye chart? That would be a screening, but an examination would be, you know, taking the pictures and doing all the other different stuff as well. So I think that's a very good, important conversation. Hey, did you just look at an eye chart or did they go in depth and, yeah. and figure out why? So Yeah, it's amazing. We see so many athletes that are playing at different levels that have never had an eye examination. And then you start to go, how did you get where you are and how are you so good at this? Because you have all these different deficiencies in your visual system that if we can just work on, well, it like change the way you see things when you play your sport. Um, and that's the sad part is that this has been neglected, I think, where you know a screening has kind of been all that they've had. Very cool. All right, again, Dr. Samji, best way to get a hold of you is at Instagram? Yep, or that yep. works. Right. Absolutely. Very cool. So again, it's first name, last name, A-L-I-R-E-Z-A-S-O-M-J-I, Dr. Samji, uh, O-D is a optometrist, optometrist doctor. Um, it's a, sorry, long day. I no I'm ways, struggling. Yeah. Our sports um, vision service is called Neurovision Performance, and then our main clinic is Horizon Eye Care and Optical in West Sugar Land, Texas. Cool. And so I'll include a link to that um, there on the website. Again, this is sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash eye injuries in sports. Eye injuries in sports. Sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash eye injuries in sports. So for Jeremy, Dr. Samji, Memorial Herman Sports Medicine Update, that is a wrap. Thanks traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right, the Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.